December. That sort of worked in Baylor's favor when Baylor jumped him and punched him in the mouth in the national championship game. The three-week layoff was tough to come back from, but in retrospect, maybe that helped Baylor as well because these guys were full speed in the postseason. They were, and I think a lot of the credit for that, John, goes to guys like Charlie Melton, um, others in the program, the support people who were making sure those guys were doing what they needed to do to stay healthy. I think the NCAA gets a high five for having been able to pull all this off. Your home for the national champion Baylor Bears, ESPN Central Texas. And so that three weeks was was a big question mark for everybody, I think even for the coaches. And they just stayed the course and were able to get it back. And thank goodness it happened when it did. Mm-hmm, if that mm-hmm, happened, right. John, a month later, three yeah. weeks later, we might not even be playing. You're dead in the water. Dead yeah. in the water. That's right. Wow. Amazing. Now. From the Allen Samuel Studios, back to the voice of the national championship, Baylor Bears, John Morris. Hi, and welcome to John Morris Show on this Thursday. That was Pat Nunley who was on with us yesterday, and really, really fun to have Pat in studio with us, visiting with him, just sort of uh, reminiscing about the run to the national championship by Baylor. Uh, had lunch today with uh, Jeff Walter, and Jeff had listened to the podcast of that interview with Pat and just loved it and uh, copied it and passed it on to uh, some friends of ours. So uh, appreciate that very much, and Really appreciate Pat. It was great to have him in studio visiting with us yesterday. Welcome in. Glad you're with us on this Thursday afternoon. Speaking of basketball, uh, there's a good article in The Athletic today. I think it was just out today by Seth Davis, and it uh, gives honest prospects, uh, I'm sorry, honest scouts on uh, the top 50 NBA prospects. So naturally, uh, that, it drew me to that, and I found the Baylor guys that are in there, Jared Butler and Davion Mitchell, and I'll give you what it says about them. And I think it's it's pretty well spot on, I mean, what these scouts are saying. What it is, it's a compilation of different scouts from different teams, and then it's all compiled into one paragraph on each player. But uh, I think really good, and uh, same thing for the top 50 prospects in the NBA draft, which is one week from today. The 29th is the NBA draft, 29th of July. Normally it's near the end of June, but this year the end of July for the NBA draft. So we certainly uh, wish the best for uh, Jared Butler and Davion Mitchell and anybody else that might get in an NBA camp from Baylor. So we will look at that. We will continue our uh, our Baylor Olympics uh, feature store interviews. Uh, today we'll hear from Casey Lightfoot. Casey, a pole vaulter extraordinaire from Baylor, and uh, he is a member of Team USA, one of three Olympic pole vaulters from the United States. We'll hear from Casey Lightfoot coming up in a bit. Epe Udo tomorrow in the 2 p.m. hour with our Baylor Olympians. So we got all that coming up in the hour. Do appreciate you being with us today. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, let me, let's just start with this. Let's start with the basketball that we were talking about. Uh, Pat and I uh, were talking Baylor basketball, the run to the national championship this year. And as such, uh, these guys were very key in that national championship run. Now expected to be uh, uh, drafted in the NBA draft one week from tonight. And again, from The Athletic, an article by Seth Davis 
um, the top 50 NBA prospects, the five, uh, five Honest Scouts is how it's titled, and gives a rundown on these guys. So, And, and it didn't list them 1 to 50. It, it just listed them alphabetically. So this is not you know, saying, uh, well, Cade Cunningham is the consensus uh, number one uh, pick or number one prospect going into the draft. Cade Cunningham out of Oklahoma State. Uh, the prospect on him says uh, uh, clear number one pick. He's not a really good athlete and doesn't have the quickest first step, but he's got a chance to be a high-level two-way player because of his versatility at both ends. He doesn't have to dominate the ball. He's the ultimate leader. He's the best teammate. He's a responsible kid. Smaller point guards can get up under him. The only thing I would question maybe a little bit is I'm not sure he'll be able to defend point guards. He'll have to adapt. He's not uh, some electric, dynamic athlete, but neither is Luka Doncic. He has a smart athleticism. That's an interesting term, smart athleticism. Um, So that is the uh, consensus from the five scouts on Cade Cunningham, who in every mock draft is the number one pick, uh, will be the number one pick in the NBA draft. Here's what they say about Jared Butler, 6'3 guard out of Baylor. Oh, man, what an unbelievable kid. That's a great start. He was so impressive in our interview. He's really small, not a super quick athlete, a winner, and big-time shot maker. He could be in the 20s without that medical issue, uh, which, by the way, has been cleared. He's been cleared by the doctors. This kid could run for president. He checks all the boxes in terms of culture. So that's the, uh, that's the rundown, the consensus from the NBA scouts on Jared Butler. This kid could run for president. That's, that's a very good assessment uh, of uh, not only the talents on the floor, but the personality of Jared Butler. Now, here's what they say about Davion Mitchell, 6'2", senior guard from Baylor. He's small, not as long as you think, but he's a high-level competitor and winner, and he's gotten better each year at playmaking for others. Just an incredible will to compete, and from what I understand, he's a great teammate. Safe pick. I wonder how good his point guard skills are. He's made himself into a good shooter where you can't go underneath ball screens on him. So that's the rundown from the coaches on Davion Mitchell, who, uh, you know, how much did Davion Mitchell move up and improve and help himself in the uh, eyes of the scouts uh, through his senior season and through the NCAA tournament? Uh, Aaron, uh, Davion Mitchell uh, made himself a lot of money, so to speak, by the way he played in the NCAA tournament for Baylor. He was incredible. I mean, obviously the team didn't have a bad game during that run, but he – he especially didn't have one, uh, he, him or Butler. Yeah, yeah, nobody on the team really did. But I mean, they were just so exceptional, uh, you know, out out on the wing. Just, it was amazing watching both of those guys play. Yeah, worked himself into the first round is is what the projections are for Davion Mitchell. You got to think Macy Oteague is going to be picked by somebody as well. Um, but we didn't get an assessment on him. The others from the Big 12 that were in this list, again, a, uh, the athletic article by Seth Davis, 50 NBA prospects. Others from the Big 12, uh, Greg Brown from Texas, Kai Jones from Texas, Jericho Sims from Texas, and uh, we mentioned Cade Cunningham from Oklahoma State. I think that's it as far as Big 12 guys in addition to Davion Mitchell and Jared Butler. So uh, NBA draft right around the corner. It comes up on Thursday, uh, one week from tonight, and really looking forward to that.
All right, we're off and running on this Thursday afternoon. We're glad you're with us. John Morris in uh, on ESPN Central Texas. We are brought to you in part by the Greenup Agency. Let your local farmer's insurance agent, David Greenup, put his experience to work for you. Greenup Agency proudly serves the greater Waco families and businesses. Get smarter about your insurance. Greenup Farmer's Insurance Agency, 254-855-8889. We're also brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. Diamore at 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Take a break and be right back here on ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. We'll see partly cloudy skies today with a 30% chance for a passing shower or storm this afternoon. Showers will diminish with the heat of the day, leaving us with partly cloudy skies tonight and a low of 75 degrees. Tomorrow, 94 degrees with a mix of sun and clouds and a 20% chance for a passing shower in the afternoon. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5:36 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any cheap. John Morris's Big 12 football previews. Weekdays here on the home of the Bears. ESPN Central Texas. The Spectrum Big 12 football previews. Presented by State Farm agents Bob Anderson, Bart Roman, and Mike McKenzie. George's Restaurant and Catering. And Spectrum. Weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. H. Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. Exceptional experience, extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry. Trial lawyers with over 100 years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry now has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. If you need a lawyer that has exceptional experience and provides extraordinary results for clients, call them in Waco, 254-651-3690. Again, that's 254-651-3690. You can also visit the website and learn more about the firm at www.swclaw.com. Walking into a gym can be very intimidating and uncomfortable. Mobile Muscle can help. The importance of your health is something you can't put a price on. It's a new year, which means God is giving you the opportunity to start fresh. Life is busy and times are different. With my workout program, I customize a plan that will work specifically for you and come to you. No gym membership wasted, no workout equipment needed, no excuses. I'm Matt Cunningham, and I'm Mobile Muscle. Give me a call or text today, and let's kickstart this year off the right way. 254-716-5174. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event.
Well. Back with us, John Morris, Aaron Sexton in studio. We're brought to you in part by the Pioneer Boys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Serving Central Texas since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership, same family-operated business covering four generations, very rare in today's business environment. At Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation has been built one customer at a time. Their objective is to make sure their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. They are Central Texas' largest structural steel, pipe, and metal building components distributor. They also stock American-made grade 60 rebar. They've got uh, all sizes of pipe, one-half inch to 24 inches, and they offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers, angle iron, sea purlin, and structural pipe. Basically, your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. And remember, they deliver and unload That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe, locations in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane, and a location in Bryan, open Monday through Friday, 730 to 5, Saturday 8 to noon, 24-7 on the web at pioneerboys.com for Pioneer Steel and Pipe. All right, back with us, we'll hear from K.C. Lightfoot coming up next segment. Uh, former Baylor pole vaulter, now a U.S. Olympian. Uh, you heard me mention uh, Aaron's name, and uh, let me uh, formally welcome you, not just uh, to the station, to this show, but welcome you back to the station. Aaron, uh, I think you're uh, underselling it. Uh, you said not many people will remember, but I bet a bunch of people will remember when you were here and on the airwaves uh, previously. Yeah, I took a, about a uh, what a, a decade break. Decade you know, break, to pursue other things, which I did. <laughs> sure, I, I had sure, that fun. Uh, well, we're glad you're back. I had I had a change of career, and I enjoyed that. And uh, then uh, I was like, I want to do something else, and this opportunity came up, and I was. It kind of made me remember how much I missed radio. Very so cool. It worked out really great. Very so here cool. I am. Well, we're glad you're here. I appreciate it and look forward to your uh, running things flawlessly. Appreciate that. <laughs> Let's not get carried away. Yeah. <laughs> and just uh, jump in at any point. So welcome back to Aaron Sexton working with us here at ESPN Central Texas. Uh, still got a little baseball. The Rangers, uh, golly, they, they uh, can't hardly score runs, much less win a game. They are really, really struggling offensively. This is a real, real s- sore spot for me because <laughs> I, I just i i I don't know. I don't know the right word to use about the new owners, but they're terrible. They they won't spend any money. They had that huge contract for the regional broadcast rights. Yeah, they have the new stadium that was that was heavily funded by taxpayers, and they've got in the number four. The, in the fourth biggest media market in the country, they've got the 21st payroll. And if you take out old contracts of players that aren't on the team anymore, they're like 26 or 27. Oh, I mean, it's ridiculous. And they say they're in the middle of a rebuild, but they're not doing anything. Uh, the, the lighter pick was one bright spot. But other than that, they haven't done anything except uh, say, hey, we've got a new stadium. Come see it. Yeah. You know, So it's, it's frustrating as a, as a Ranger fan. For them to be this bad, and they knew they were going to be this bad. Yeah. I don't, you know, to be honest, I don't live and die with the Rangers. I watch it. I mean, they're the closest team. I like the Astros. My favorite team is the Reds. I keep up with the Reds 
more than anything. But the Rangers are close, and I'd like for them to do well. Um, uh, and, and it almost seems like to me, again from the outside, it almost seems like they're just relying on the new ballpark to bring fans in this year. Not the product on the field, but the ballpark as being the, the main drawing card. Well, and their best player is Joey Gallo, and we could argue all day about how good or good Gallo isn't. You know, uh, some people still go by batting averages. Most people in the sport don't. Right. You know, they look look at on base percentage and slugging, and and his on base percentage is almost 400. Yeah. And he's a Gold Glove defender, and he walks uh, walks a lot. Obviously, if his on base percentage is that high, but he also crushes the ball when he gets a hold of it. He strikes out a lot too, but in Major League Baseball today, that's not a big, as big of a knock as it used to be. Yeah. Um, but they're more than likely going to trade him. So you think they will? You think I, they'll I unload think so. him? Yeah. I think so. I don't think that they're going to pay him. And, you know, there's been stations in DFW that I listen to, the sports stations up there, talking about them. Oh, they're going to make big moves starting this year. You know, they're going to sign Trevor Story or whoever. And I'm not, I'm like, they're not going to sign any big-name free agents this <laughs> offseason. They're going to say, we're still two years away, so we're going to wait one more year, and then we're going to sign big free agents. And then the year after that, when they're bad again, and if the – you know, it, I think it'll be a lot of the same. Wow. They're, gonna, they're making a lot of money, and they don't have to improve the product to keep making a lot of money. Yeah. Well, they're playing right now. They're playing the Tigers, finishing that series in Detroit. Top of the seventh, Rangers down 6-4. to four. Uh, So that is going on right now uh, in Detroit for the Rangers, who begin the day 35-61, and 61, 16 games under 500 in the division. Um, so uh, so uh, obviously a tough, tough uh, stretch going for the Rangers and losing today. But they've scored four runs today, so... Um, that is a plus. Yeah, that's uh, what after one run in the last <laughs> three and being outscored twenty eight to, or no, no, I got I, I, I wasn't including yesterday. It was twenty eight to nothing the first three games. Really? Yeah. And so thirty two to one maybe oh, went man. it four to one yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Oh so my god. Thirty two to one. I'm, Unbelievable. That be right. So the Rangers in the American League West are a uh, cool twenty two and a half games out. Uh, and we're the first week beyond the All-Star break. Uh, Houston leading the division. The Rangers are 22. They're a second-half team, John. <laughs> okay. They got a ways to go. They better win at about a 700 clip in the second half to make a difference. So the Rangers uh, losing right now. Keep you updated there. 6-4 to Detroit as they close that series in Detroit. Mention this. Um, you know, I, I'm not bashing the Rangers. I mean, it's just where they are. But we've got a, a cool deal with the Rangers uh, next week, one week from tomorrow night. It is uh, Baylor night with the Texas Rangers at Globe Life Field. Uh, really fun. You know how they do these community nights, and they've got one for Baylor. I think they've got one for TCU and SMU and North Texas and different schools. Um, but Baylor night comes up on July 30th at Globe Life Field in Arlington. Uh, members of the uh, national champion men's basketball team will be recognized, and they'll throw out the first pitch. That'll be cool. Also, uh, they do a custom hat uh, for these events, and you can get one of those if you go through their website to do this. Go to, and let me make sure I get this right, I think it's texasrangers.com slash community night. texasrangers.com slash community night. If you buy your tickets there, that's how you get one of these uh, custom Baylor slash Rangers caps. 
that uh, that you've seen in the past. This one's a little different. It is uh, like a what do you call this? A bucket hat, floppy hat. Oh yeah, something kind like of that. a sunshade hat. Yeah, maybe? exactly. Yeah, it's it's a that, beach that hat. We'll that's cut. beach hat. It's perfect. That's uh, what it is this year instead of a regular ball cap. But go to TexasRangers.com/slash/community-nights. TexasRangers.com/slash/community-nights and order your tickets there. And that will make you eligible for one of these hats uh, for the game. It is one week from tomorrow, 7.05 first pitch in Arlington, Seattle versus Texas for Baylor University night. And uh, I said this earlier, and I'll say it again every time I promote this game. My son-in-law, Art Wellborn, uh, has been asked to sing the national anthem prior to the game. That's incredible. That's really that, that's cool. Huge, that is a cool deal. deal. Yes. So they wanted someone on Baylor night to have someone with Baylor ties to sing the national anthem. And uh, we said, we've got the guy for you, Art Wellborn. So he had to audition. I had to send him a tape. And they said, yeah, that, that, that works, which is a nice way of saying it's going to be the best national anthem <laughs> they've ever heard. <laughs> so if you're going, be there on time. Remember the national anthem with Art Wellborn and enjoy the Rangers and the Mariners on Baylor University night, July 30th, one week from tomorrow. For the hat, to be part of that giveaway, uh, you have to get your tickets through texasrangers.com slash community nights. All right, let's uh, take a break. When we come back, uh, the Olympics opening ceremonies are tomorrow. Competition has already begun. It actually began uh, yesterday or maybe Tuesday in Tokyo. So they are already competing over there. The formal, official opening ceremonies come up tomorrow. With the time difference, Aaron, you'll want to do this. Uh, Get up at uh, 5.55 a.m. Central Time, and you can watch the opening ceremonies live on either NBC or NBC uh, Sports Network, one of those. I think on NBC at 5.55 a.m. You can watch the opening ceremonies live. Of course, it'll air in prime time uh, on tape, which most of the action will be on tape this year, don't you think? With the time difference? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'll be able to watch a lot of it live just because of the hours that I work and keep. Yeah. Because I... Usually try to go to bed about three thirty and get to sleep by about four. Okay. That way I'm up at about eleven thirty. You know I've got from noon to one to eat and shower and everything, and then get here about one fifteen. There you go. Good so. deal. Yeah. So uh, opening ceremonies tomorrow. Competition has begun. We'll continue our visits with Baylor Olympians. Visit with KC Lightfoot, Baylor pole vaulter. When we come back, stay with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, in the Allen Samuels Studios. Brought to you by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Looking for passage up river. 10,000 to bring you there alive. Dead is 15,000. Why should I pay more dead? Dead, I'd have to carry you. On July 30th, the movie event of the summer. Here we go. Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. 
Heritage Creamery Woodway is now open at The Outlook, just off 84 and Ritchie Road. Come see us at our beautiful new location, where we serve all the classics, including shakes, floats, cookies, ice cream sandwiches, and plenty of kid-friendly favorites. Our products are made by hand right here in Waco, Texas, with all natural ingredients sourced locally as much as possible. We're open every day from 2 to 10. Need us to cater your event? We're ready to serve you from our new Heritage Scoop Truck. Visit HeritageCreamery.com for more information. Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats, helping you enjoy everything that can be done on the water. From the all-new luxury lineup of Yamaha Sports Boats technology-rich 27-foot series to the latest offerings in their largest, most powerful center console, FSH Sport, you can enjoy a premium boating experience powered by the number one boat brand on the water, Yamaha. Order your 2022 model Yamaha and get a free boat cover from Marineland Boating Center in Waco. Offer good for a limited time, Marineland Boating Center, making memories since 1983. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. USA is 2-0 in the Olympic Games opening round of softball, beating Canada 1-0 last night. The games continue today with rowing and archery getting underway, along with softball and soccer continuing. Dallas Cowboys will open training camp under stricter COVID-19 protocols because they did not reach the 85% vaccine threshold. But owner and general manager Jerry Jones said he does not believe it will impact the players' preparedness for the regular season. Astros lost to the Indians 5-4 last night and have the day off before they start a series at home with the Rangers tomorrow night. Rangers lose their eighth in a row to the Tigers 4-2. Tigers and Rangers in an afternoon getaway game. You can catch that game over on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios on this Thursday afternoon as we continue our series of visits with Baylor Olympians. There are six of them, six with Baylor ties that are headed to or already in Tokyo for the Summer Olympics. Again, the opening ceremonies come up tomorrow. Here is uh, our visit with Casey Lightfoot, Baylor 
pole vaulter. Uh, great short career at Baylor, but now into the Olympics for KC Lightfoot. He visited with Jerry Hill and I. Jerry uh, will have the written story at BaylorBears.com. Here is the audio of that interview with Baylor pole vaulter, U.S. Olympian, KC Lightfoot. Welcome in now, Baylor, former Baylor pole vaulter, KC Lightfoot, headed to the Olympics. Uh, you can't see it. We're doing this via Zoom, but uh, Jerry, he's got a smile on his face <laughs> representing the United States as a U.S. Olympian. KC, congratulations to you. What a great accomplishment. Hey, thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. KC, what was that like uh, at the trials? I mean, because uh, just going in, what were your expectations? and how excited were you it just seemed like you kept stepping up because uh, that bar just kept going higher and higher yeah you know olympic trials there's a there's a lot that's riding on it for sure it's a high high pressure meet i mean i've jumped in some pretty big meets i jumped to world championships before but i don't know if much 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 is on the same level of olympic trials so i mean i went in with the expectations of i of making the olympic team i mean that's kind of i feel like you have to do it i knew i had a phenomenal chance to do it and I mean just things had to align on the right day and thankfully they did but uh yeah I went in with the, some pretty high expectations but I mean at the end of the day the world was going to rotate the next day no matter what happened but I'm glad it happened the way that it did how, how intense was that just the competition knowing that you know like I said on tracks one of those sports you got to be on that day it doesn't matter what you've done leading up to that it's 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 on that day so how intense was that competition oh it was very very intense I mean I've jumped with all those guys before but that's one of the that was maybe one of the first times I've jumped with them whenever it was fairly quiet amongst the field so you can tell that everybody was pretty in in focus the whole time I, I got the feeling out of that that uh you you were obviously you did it was great to qualify but you felt like you could have done better maybe, or that wasn't your best meet, or how did you feel about it coming out of the trials? I felt just fine about it. I mean, I went in and I did what I was, what I was trying to do. And I mean, I think after it was after I made 85 and everybody went out, we went up to 590 and we knew, we knew who the team was. It was me, me, Sam and Chris, and we were all kind of talking at the back of the runway. And at that point, I mean, I didn't, I didn't really care anymore. I mean, obviously I would have liked to jump higher, but it was hard to get over kind of the emotional rush that you have whenever you know you just made the Olympic team. Yeah, what what was that feeling like when that I guess it would be the fourth guy didn't didn't clear that bar? What was what was your just emotions, your feelings when you realized, hey, I'm in the top three now. I'm I'm going to the Olympics. Yeah, no, that's uh that's it's a, it's hard to explain for sure. But um I mean, it's just a dream come true, man. I mean, I've been trying to do that my whole life. So for it to finally, finally pay off everything coming, coming around is it's, it's just, it's really, it's really humbling. Is this something you sort of said it there, but is this something that's been a goal of yours really your whole career? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to say kind of whenever you just start any sport, like, Hey, I want to, I want to be an Olympian. I want to be a professional. I mean, it's, I guess it's, it's not the most common, like first thing you kind of start, but, I mean, for me, it's kind of since the beginning, it's like, man, I think it'd be really cool. I want to be one of the best people out there. I want to make the Olympic team. And here I am at 21. So, I mean, it took a few years to get here for sure. I mean, I've been jumping for seven, eight years now, but we're, we're finally here. When, how long ago did you see this as a realistic goal for you? Oh, you know, I mean, I don't know. 
I mean, I knew, I knew this year it was, it was realistic. It was in, it was in the cards. So, I mean, I, I kind of just looked at it this year because this is the year that mattered. I mean, I looked at it in 2020, of course, too, but then whenever they got postponed, I just looked at it at 2021. So kind of all year I've been looking at it. This was the big, that was the big meet of the year. I mean, obviously the Olympics is the big meet of the year, but can't make it to the Olympics unless you make it through the Olympic trials. So well, the Olympic trials was the big one of the year. So, I mean, it, it, it's still a little bit kind of setting in. I saw my, uh, my team USA thing in my picture with the Olympic rings next to it earlier. And it was like, it was all one of those shocker moments. Like, man, we really did it. <laughs> you, uh, you talked about, I mean, COVID last year delayed the Olympics. What was that like for you? Because I remember you were at national indoors when everything got shut down. What was that like for you? And just trying to, I don't know, kind of settle your emotions down knowing that now it was going to be another year. You know, it wasn't too bad for me, actually. It actually, I think, I think it helped me. Yeah. It really, I mean, for a lot of people I can see, I mean, it was, it's a really difficult time. I mean, people couldn't train, couldn't practice at some places. Thankfully I had places to train and I kind of just used the year to grow and get a little bit stronger and work on my jump. And that's, that's what I did. I mean, I, last year I jumped five, five eighty, And now this year I'm jumping six meters. So it's a 20 centimeter gap in a, in a, in a year is that's a, that's a lot. You knew, uh, you knew your competition, you know, for, to make the USA team, how well do you know your competition internationally? Like who are you going to go up against? You know, I, I know, I mean, I know pretty much the whole field. I've jumped with, I think almost everybody in the field, really a couple of people. I think I haven't quite, but I mean, I just jumped with, I just got back a couple of days ago from uh, a Europe trip and I went over to Sweden and France and I jumped, jumped with the world record holder, jumped with the previous world record holder, I jumped with the American record holder. So, I mean, I, I've made my way around, around the block a few times. So I've gotten a little bit of experience with almost with pretty much almost everyone. How familiar with you or how close are you? It seems like it's a fraternity anyway, but you and Mondo, like what's y'all's relationship like? I guess that was one of them you talked about competing against, but what's that like, you know, uh, facing him, I guess? You know, it's 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 a great experience. I mean, I'm, I've known Mondo for, man, I've known him for a long, since high school for sure. I've known him 20, 2016 maybe. And I mean, I was just, I just did a meet in Sweden and we were hanging out almost every day. I went golfing with him actually. So, I mean, we're, we're good. We're, we're friends. And whenever jumping with him, I mean, he's just, he's jumping out of the roof right now. I mean, there's nobody, he's just on another level right now. So it's awesome to watch. So he's, the, he's going to be the favorite to win gold and he's going to, he's going to be a hard man to beat, but nothing's impossible for anybody. Anybody can have their bad days, but it's, it is like a fraternity, just like you said, but we're, we're all good. We're all good friends. So that is Casey Lightfoot, the uh, former Baylor All-American, four-time All-American Casey Lightfoot, who is a, a member of the uh, Team USA track and field team headed to the Olympics. And uh, we wish him nothing but the best. Good luck to Casey as he is there. Tell you what, one of the things he was talking about there was the uh, how intense it was at the Olympic trials where you've got to finish in the top three or you don't make the Olympics. You know, you can have all the rankings, you can have all the PRs, you know, out there. But if you don't do it on that day, which is is the case, I mean, for any event in track and field and most other events, you got to do it that day, or all of a sudden, you're, you know, your dream is gone and you're not on the Olympic team. 
Yeah, we were talking about it, you know, kind of uh, during the interview. Um, you have a bad day on that day, and <laughs> it's, you know, your Olympic dreams are gone. It's over, it. yeah. And, and that, just when you said that, I was thinking about uh, the big Reebok campaign with Dan and Dan, and then yeah, one of the Dans yeah. didn't qualify oh, because right. he had a bad day on qualifying. And yeah, he was the good point. top triathlete. Uh, was it tri- it's tri- No, not triathlon. Yeah, uh, it was uh, decathlon. decathlon. Yeah. He was the top ranked decathlete in the world yeah and he ends up not making the olympics after that huge advertising campaign just because yeah. he had a bad day that day <laughs> that's or good a bad I, couple of days right with that event i'd forgotten about that but kc did what he needed to do when he needed to do it uh at the olympic trials and this is a guy that's 21 years old also kc is 21 years old just finished his sophomore year at baylor but has turned pro um, and uh, in in the Olympic trials, he uh, lost to or the other two guys from the U.S. that are going are NCAA champion Chris Nielsen and two-time world champion Sam Kendricks, the American record holder and a bronze medalist in the 2016 Olympics. So that's his competition, uh, and, and those are his teammates and his competition on Team USA in the pole vault. So we wish uh, Casey Lightfoot the uh, the very best as he goes uh, to Tokyo to compete in the pole vault, uh, and, and it's uh, it's fun to watch. What what we've said before, we had a podcast. One of our Sikkim podcasts was with Brandon Richards and with Casey Lightfoot. Brandon is uh, coach here at Baylor. And uh, one thing we said in that podcast was, you know, pretty much any event in track and field, you, not me, but you could go out there and, and do it, right? I mean, you could run the 400 meters, mm-hmm. you know, you, you could do it, what, no matter what the time is, right, right, but you could do it. I mean, you could throw the hammer, you know, you could throw the javelin, you could probably uh, get over the bar in the high jump. You know, you know, no matter what height it is, but the pole vault is different. I mean, the pole vault is one of those events that n- not everybody can go out and do uh, at any level. You know, even if you put the bar as low as it can go. I have a friend that um, he was either in junior high or his freshman year in high school. They were trying to get people to become pole vaulters for the track team, and he went to, you know, he was like, "Okay, I'll give it a go," and his first attempt, he snapped Ooh. the pole, yeah, and it hit him in the nose and broke his nose. Oh, so, yeah, I mean, it's, poor guy. And that's you know they, it's not like they just said, "Here's a pole, go try to do it." You know, I mean, he had practiced the run up, but yeah. ev- eventually you actually have to lift yourself off the ground. Yeah, and yeah. He did something wrong, and he he. That was his only attempt. Yeah, that was the only first and last huh? <laughs> right there. But that, that's what I'm saying. I mean, the pole vault is an event that uh, it, just not everybody can go out and do, whereas any other vi- event really in track and field, you know, no matter what your time is or what your height is or your distance, everybody can do it. Pole vault is not like that. So great respect for a guy like Casey Lightfoot. We've had a great history of pole vaulters uh, here at Baylor. Baylor at one point uh, was the first school in the nation at that had three 18-foot vaulters at the same time on the team at the same time and has had a really, really impressive history of pole vaulters here at Baylor. Brandon Richards is one of those as well. And then on the women's side, Annie Rhodes Jonigan really took uh, the women's pole vault to a new level. And uh, gosh, I feel bad for Annie. Uh, She was gearing up for the Olympics uh, last year, you know, it was scheduled for 2020. And she had this uh, ankle injury at, at 
think it was it was first diagnosed as a high ankle sprain, but it might have been a little more severe than that. And uh, just never could get over that enough to train properly and uh, and be in line for the Olympic trials and the Olympics. But Annie, through her Baylor career, was uh, certainly on a path to be a, an Olympic pole vaulter. She was that good. Yeah, that's that's a shame. And, you know, yeah. there was a, not not just injuries, but there was a lot of people that because of the year that it was delayed that weren't able you know, that's to, a good point to, to compete this year. And yeah. it's, it's really sad because, you know, they, the, you're talking about people that worked their whole lives, you know, just to get to this point. And then because of the pandemic, it got pushed back and they weren't weren't even weren't yeah. able to make it. That's a good point. I don't know how old Sam Kendricks is, but he's he's older than Casey Lightfoot, probably substantially older. And uh, so for him, you know, you get the news, oh, the Olympics aren't going to be for another year. I got to do this training for another year. Whereas for KC, it's like, all right, I I got another year to grow and get stronger and uh, perfect my craft. He's 21 now. You know, he would have probably made the team, most likely made the team last year as a 20-year-old, but he's 21. So the delay really, I think, helped him, worked in his favor. Yeah, Uh, 21. 21 so long ago (laughs) (laughs) exactly good luck to uh casey lightfoot that'll be fun to watch so the olympic opening ceremonies uh, officially come up tomorrow competition as you heard in ward sports center is already underway in tokyo all right let's take a break when we come back we will uh look ahead matt mosley show game time with tom barfield and ward whites we'll look ahead and share some birthdays with you it's a big birthday day aaron uh i don't know if you know uh but in the two o'clock hour we like to celebrate or help people celebrate birthdays so uh, we're going to mention some of those and this is a big birthday day today oh okay all right so we got that coming up. Stay with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios. We'll take a break and be right back here on ESPN Central Texas. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts, and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. Universal
UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Any and all residential electrical needs, they provide at BP Services. Contact them to receive a free estimate for all your home's electrical needs, adding plugs, switches, LED lighting, fans, even generator installs for your home. That's BP Services of Waco. Your need is our priority. 292-8908. Your need is our priority. 292 ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. USA is 2-0 in the Olympic Games opening round of softball, beating Canada 1-0 last night. The games continue today with rowing and archery getting underway, along with softball and soccer continuing. Dallas Cowboys will open training camp under stricter COVID-19 protocols because they did not reach the 85% vaccine threshold. But owner and general manager Jerry Jones said he does not believe it will impact the players' preparedness for the regular season. Astros lost to the Indians 5-4 last night and have the day off before they start a series at home with the Rangers tomorrow night. Rangers lose their eighth in a row to the Tigers 4-2. Tigers and Rangers in an afternoon getaway game. You can catch that game over on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with this final segment, John Morris Show on this Thursday afternoon. Hope you enjoyed hearing from Casey Lightfoot, Baylor pole vaulter, headed to the Olympics, former Baylor pole vaulter, now part of Team USA. We'll wrap up our Olympic series tomorrow. Uh, great interview uh, Jerry and I had with uh, Epe Udo, and Epe is a part of the Nigerian men's basketball team, so representing Nigeria in the Olympics, and uh, you'll enjoy hearing from him. So Epe Udo tomorrow in the 2 p.m. hour to wrap up our Baylor Olympic, uh, Olympians series. Hey, we're just out from Baylor Athletics. Uh, football season ticket information is available now from the Baylor Bear Foundation. Season tickets and many plans are available now. Single game tickets will be offered to the general public uh, beginning on July 28th, so next Wednesday. Season tickets uh, offer the best value for Baylor's seven-game home schedule that features matchups against BYU, Texas, and Oklahoma. Those are still Big 12 games, right? Yeah, they are. uh, Texas and Oklahoma, still Big 12 games. Many plans are also available with the option to choose between two separate plans each featuring one game per month in September, October, and November. uh, Many plans can be purchased for $150 each. So keep that in mind. You think, uh, wow, seven home games. Uh, I don't know if I can commit to that. I don't know if I have the resources to commit to that. Although the cost for the season ticket package this year did not go up from when we had six home games a year ago. But maybe the mini plan is uh, something for you. The gold mini plan includes games against Texas Southern on September 11th, 
Texas on October 30th, and Texas Tech on November 27th. While the green mini plan includes games against Iowa State on September 25th, West Virginia on October 9th, and Oklahoma on November 13th. So uh, both of those, either of those, very viable options if you want to go with a a three-game mini plan, either the green or the gold coming up this year. Uh, Beginning on, uh, let's see, beginning Monday, the 26th at 9 a.m. Central Time, Bear Foundation members will have exclusive access to purchase single-game tickets. Then single-game tickets will go on sale to the general public two days later on July 28th. So uh, keep that in mind. Season tickets, mini plan tickets are available now. Single-game tickets available next week. Monday for Bear Foundation members. Wednesday for everyone else. The season uh, begins September 4th for Baylor on the road at Texas State, a 6 p.m. game. Then the home opener, September 11th versus Texas Southern. The next week, September 11th, 6 p.m. game at McLean Stadium. The next week is the Big 12 opener at Kansas, September 18th in Lawrence against KU at 2.30 kickoff on ESPN+. Plus. Those are the only game times that we have at this point. That BYU game comes in the middle of the season. It's October 16th, and it's actually homecoming for Baylor. But uh, a lot of fun to renew this rivalry, Aaron, with uh, BYU. Uh, I guess you can call it a rivalry. We don't play that often. Um, but I was on a Salt Lake City radio station last week. Uh, no, earlier this week. And uh, and they're excited about it. I mean, they're excited about uh, coming to Waco this week, this year and then Baylor going to Provo next year. First time Baylor and BYU have played since 83-84 when it was uh, Grant Taff versus Lavelle Edwards, Baylor versus <laughs> BYU. So that's going back. And uh, that 83 game – at Baylor Stadium was one of the best games I've ever seen. I was at that game. Were you? My first job was selling Dr. Pepper in the stands. <laughs> really? At, at, at the old Baylor Stadium. That's yeah. great. And so I got to watch. The, you you didn't buy any more sodas after the third quarter because yeah. you didn't want to be stuck with extra. <laughs> so once you sold that last one, you would just kind of find a place and watch the rest of the game. So I got to watch... The end of a absolutely crazy, amazing game. Great game. Baylor won forty to thirty six, if I remember it right. Steve Young was the quarterback mm-hmm. for uh, BYU in that game, and he had an unbelievable game. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head the the yardage he had individually, but Steve Young had a terrific game, and Baylor won at forty to thirty six. Uh, Coach Taft's great story about that game was uh, end of the game. He and Lavelle Edwards, who are longtime friends, uh, family friends coaching uh you know friends so they're walking across the field you know to shake hands at midfield at baylor stadium and coach staff says out of the corner of his eye he sees somebody running toward him full speed and uh coach staff says as as a former linebacker he drops into that stance you know bracing for impact and it's steve young running up to him and and didn't hit him obviously ran up to him put his arms on his shoulders and says to coach staff wasn't that a great game? Wasn't that a great game? And they just lost 40-36. to 36. Wow. <laughs> but uh, that says a lot about Steve Young, and Coach Taff really tells that story well. So renewing that uh, uh, series, if you will, rivalry with BYU this year in Waco, next year in Provo, goes back to 83-84, uh, the last time those two teams played. So say all that to say uh, season tickets are available now, mini plan tickets are available now, and single game tickets 
are available beginning on Monday. All right, Matt Mosley comes up uh, top of the hour, and uh, Aaron, uh, he has lined up Brent Zwerneman to uh, talk about all that is going on in this uh, Texas OU story as they uh, apparently are looking, reportedly, are uh, possibly looking at the SEC. Yeah, uh, that's that's going to be the topic of pretty much the whole show. But, yeah, he Brett is the guy that wrote the original story for the Houston Chronicle, and he's going to be on uh, at 2.40 uh, to talk a little bit about it. Of course, everybody, uh, every, every station in the country wants to have him on. <laughs> uh, so uh, he will be on at 2.40, probably about a uh, 10-minute interview, ho- hopefully, uh, and uh, he'll give his insights and and uh, tell us a little more about it, hopefully. That'll be good. 3.40, probably. 3.40, for that. Yes. Yeah, 3.40 yeah. for Brent Zwerneman. I'm on Eastern time. <laughs> Brent Zwerneman on with uh, Matt Mosley coming up, so you'll want to stay tuned for that. Then Tom Barfield comes in with game time this afternoon. That is uh, 4 to 6. Um all the way to six today, right? No Rangers uh, early start tonight because the Rangers are playing now. So four to six for game time. And what's coming up on game time today? We will be talking with Ricky Thompson. We'll be talking uh, some Baylor athletics. Fantastic. And uh, we will uh, be talking to Cowboys as well. We've got some cuts from the uh, press conference yesterday with Jerry Jones and uh, Coach Mike McCarthy and some other stuff. All right, very good. So that's coming up between 4 and 6, game time with uh, Tom, with Ward, with Aaron here in studio. So that's what's ahead, straight ahead here on ESPN Central Texas. Let me mention some birthdays before we get out of here. It is Mr. Drayton McLean's birthday today. Happy birthday to Mr. McLean. Uh, Little Birdie tells me it's number 85 for Mr. McLean. So happy birthday. We appreciate you. And if you know uh, Mr. McLean, uh, tell him happy birthday as he celebrates today. Other birthdays today, Christy Melton Jacob. She is my niece by marriage. It's Christy's birthday. Happy birthday to her. John Rook's birthday today. John worked uh, way back at KCEN TV, now does uh, Providence Games. Happy birthday to John Rook. Uh, Who else is on the list here? Tom Nicoletti's birthday is today. Happy birthday to Tom Baylor grad and uh, formerly at KWTX TV. It's Marty Malzak's birthday today. Happy birthday to Marty. Uh, I uh, I don't get to see them much anymore, but happy birthday to Marty as of today. And uh, let's see, I got another list. Let me go to it because I know there's others on this list, Aaron, for today. Mm, it is uh, Shelly Giglio's birthday today. Shelly, uh, uh, and Louis Giglio, our good friends from uh, Atlanta. But ha- no, no, I'm a day early. St- uh, pause that. Uh, it's going to be tomorrow. It's Shelly's birthday uh, tomorrow. So uh, we'll get to that tomorrow. Happy birthday early, Shelly. Uh, it is uh, Vic Valoria's birthday today. Vic is the new strength and conditioning coach for Baylor football and doing a great job there. Happy birthday to uh, Coach Vic. A uh, couple of uh, anniversaries, Cody and Kelsey Gogler. Happy ber- anniversary to them. And Steve and Beverly Fallon, it is their anniversary today. So happy anniversary to Steve and Beverly Fallon. So there you go. There's uh, birthdays today, one coming up tomorrow, and a couple of anniversaries. Hope you all have a great day. Aaron, anybody you want to add to the list today? No, uh, 
nothing that nothing I can think of. Today. All right, very good. But I'll, I'll be ready tomorrow. For okay, that. very good. Just uh, let me know if you got somebody to add to the list. Happy uh, birthday and anniversary to those folks. All right, we're going to move out of here. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Stay tuned for that. Hope you appreciated hearing from Casey Lightfoot, Baylor pole vaulter, former Baylor pole vaulter, headed to the Olympics, part of Team USA. Tomorrow, we'll hear from Epe Udo, a member of the Nigerian basketball team out of Baylor as well. Right now, stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. For Aaron Sexton, I'm John Morris. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. So, where are we? That is a very